Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the segment of Love Talk Radio Broadcasting Politics with Cisco Acosta. It's going to be a dynamic program tonight. We have Reverend Chris Seller, um, a chaplain who has served as pastor at churches in Idaho, California, and Arizona. He's currently serving as a chaplain, and since I, the outstanding duties that he has right now is that he's a never-Trumper, you know, the never-Trump movement. And we'll have Chris in a, in a couple of minutes. But let me get on to my, um, my monologue here, my brief monologue that I usually have before we bring on the guests. This week, we've had a very, very tough week for not just the American people, but for the whole country and and, uh, this whole thing with the illegal immigration. Uh, The president today uh, signing the national emergency, Um, the border wall on the southern uh, border. I think a lot of these, these things have come so quickly. So fa- I mean, so quickly that has really taken back a lot of the people uh, that have been watching. And the media has been indicating, you know, the left-wing media has been saying that basically he's not, he cannot do that and he's, he will not be able to do that. But I, 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 my feeling is this. We do have a crisis in the southern border. We do. I mean, I have family that actually is, working as border patrol officers, they're constantly telling me what's going on on the southern border, human trafficking, uh, drugs that are coming through. The cartels are very involved in the southern border. And also in the San Diego, Tijuana, and the Arizona Yuma uh, area, not Yuma, um, Nogales. So this whole thing about there's no crisis, are you kidding me? There is. But, of course, the Democrats, the left-wing media, they do not want to make this an actual crisis because it doesn't benefit them. It actually gives the president the right to do what he just did today. So, of course, they're going to be, they're going to be contrarians in this whole scheme. But as I started reading... Daniel Horowitz's observation of the bill, it basically gave me a feeling that very disappointed, very disappointed because it actually allows, it restricts the border, the wall to a certain number. It, 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 I don't know how these Republican lawmakers who were part of the negotiation team basically allowed this bill to get to the president. It just it gives me the impression that these individuals are either they hate the president or the Democrats. One of the two. There's no explanation why they would basically give in to all the demands that the Democrats wanted, the reduction in beds in detention centers, 
out, you know, so they can implement or they can do more of the catch and release that was implemented during the Obama era. Why would they agree to that? Only if they're complicit to take down this president. That is the only reason. So there's nothing, it has nothing to do with protecting the border, love for country. It's just we need to take him down. And I really am disgusted. I'm totally disgusted. I don't envy the president, his position. Who do you trust in your cabinet? Who do you trust? You can't trust any of these individuals. Okay? But I think I'm in disagreement with him signing this this bill because it's not going to be beneficial in what we conservatives feel the border should be protected. So uh, I... Um, I'm really looking forward to um, making sure that, that people understand that this bill is not the bill that we were looking for. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they, they, um, something can be done because otherwise it's not good for the country at all. And it's sad. It, it's totally sad that we have come down to this point. So uh, we do have callers on the line. Good evening, 314. How are you this evening? I'm doing well, waiting for our guest, Chris Seller, to come online. So um, 928. Well, you know, Uh I, I hear what you're saying. And we would hope that things would have went the way they should uh-huh. when he was elected in 2016, wanted to uh, inaugurate in 2017. Right. But I think Trump is doing a very good job. Come I think on. what he done here, he he played his leverage. He let due process be had in the legislative okay. process. Because you don't want – see, that's the first thing the court's going to say, that this is something that should be worked out in the legislative process, which he did. And the threat still exists. So now he's going to do what he's done. And you know another thing, uh, like they said, like he said, they're going to run to the courts in California. Then they're going to run to the Ninth Circuit. And then people themselves would be able to see how right. these judges are legislating from the bench. Definitely, definitely. No, yeah. no, I, I, I'm in total agreement. But I, I think the, the the whole purpose of my monologue was that most people, even though we do want the wall and we want to secure border, what was on this bill is not what. We're actually getting. Hold on, three one four nine two eight. You're on the line. Hello. Uh, um, Hello. Our, 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 yeah, hi, hi. Our, our guest is coming on. Um, he's running a little late, um, but he'll be coming on. Chris Seller. So, do you have uh, an opinion in regards to the monologue, 
little um, brief monologue that I just did? Hello? Yes, I'm here. This is Chris. Chris! Oh, okay. Yes. Wait. Yeah, got it, got He's it. Never <laughs> Chris, welcome. How you guys? How you guys doing? I, I have already uh, a couple people on the line. Three one four. Hold on for a minute. Seven three two. We'll hold on. Uh, my guest, Chris. I can you just basically give us a brief description of uh, what you've been doing and, and how you got started with the uh, Never Trumper movement? Well, uh, I started. I started uh, back in two thousand and fifteen during uh-huh. the primaries, and uh, I was a big Ted Cruz supporter. And uh, I was involved with a bunch of different groups, organizing groups online, trying to get Cruz elected. Right. And uh, I became part of the Never Trump, the Never Trump movement back then. That's and uh, it's just uh, nothing ever, nothing ever really changed for me. I, it, it, after he was elected, I attempted to move to a position that was called make him conservative. But I couldn't mm-hmm. I, I couldn't stay I couldn't stay in that place. I couldn't support him because he was just too erratic. Uh he was right. too he he was too all over the place. Um you know, and, and personally I, I I think he's incompetent. So you know, okay. that's that's part of the biggest issue that I have. But you know, for personality is part of it, but it's a lot more than just personality. It's character, it's competence. There's a lot. Right. Of, there are a lot of pieces to the puzzle. Fantastic. Uh, I have um, three one four. Do you have a question for uh, Chris? Well, I was going to tell Chris. Chris, I'm a black African American, and I fell in love with what Trump was saying when I first heard him say it. I didn't like Cruz. See, I, I've been around a long time. I guess from a childhood, I guess the first president when I was born was probably Eisenhower. I've seen your Kennedys, your Carters. I've seen your uh, Nixons, your Johnsons, your Reagans, and of course, both Bushes and Clintons. And of course, uh, this last one before Trump, a ridiculous Obama. But I have never heard someone at the point in politics, the level in politics, say the things that he said in the way he said them. I mean, just something like even school choice. So I don't care about the antics. I don't care about what he was supposed to have done 30 years ago. If you remember right, he had a Supreme Court justice that was highly pro-civil rights by the name of Hugo Black, and he was a former Klan member. So, no, I like Donald Trump. I think he's doing a good job for not being a politician. He's learning. But here's another thing. He sticks to his words. I'm a commercial contractor. I remember the days when you could just do a deal on a handshake. No signing, nothing, bringing in, just a handshake because your word preceded you. Okay. But uh, that's why I like it. And I catch, Three, one, you four. know, the thing is, people should understand that all blacks are not Democrats and they're not poor. And there's that's a lot true. of black people that support Donald Trump 
but they are scared to come out. Do you know why? Because those left will attack them and try to exactly. get them fired from their job. They can't do that to me. Well, three, three, one, yeah. four. Let's uh, let's get uh, Chris's response on that. Chris. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what you what you want me to say. I mean, I I understand that you support Donald Trump, and that's fine. You know, everybody has their everybody has their uh, their own conscience that they have to deal with, and I know that there are a lot of folks in the black community that that do like Donald Trump, and um, my best friend is a is a, is a black pastor, um, and uh, he he's a Trump supporter. So you know that that's fine. I I, I guess that. For me, it's, I just am in a completely different place. I, uh, but Chris, for me, it's not Chris, just about it's, it's it's not just about 30 years ago. Uh, I have issues with things that he does on a regular basis, and for me, character Chris, Chris, is the number one qualification for any office. So that, for, you know, I understand I, that you may like certain things he's doing, but uh, I am not in a place where I can support him. But but Chris, this is this is the this is where I have an issue, and we've had issues in regards to. Uh, Donald Trump and um, the way you come, you, you, you're, you seem to be very obsessed with Donald Trump. Uh, and I've said that to you. But I think that the oh, fact yeah. that cherry picking everything that Donald Trump does, I, I find it ridiculous. Uh, I, think, I think you get some very points. But in regards to maybe some of his behavior and character, but just to pick on everything that that comes out, I just I, I find that that that's not productive. Well, you know, is it Cisco? Is that you? Yes, that's me. Okay, so so Cisco, so, so, what I would say to you is this: you know, most people that are on social media, uh, they have an echo chamber, and they constantly they constantly surround themselves with people that share their viewpoints. And so if I, if I was not vocal and if I was not consistent in pointing out the issues that I have with Donald Trump, uh, all you would ever see on Facebook is you would see people that were, that were sharing your views, that were supportive of the president, and that weren't, that weren't actually dealing with any of the, the troublesome issues that, were, that are involved with the Trump presidency. And so, you know, in order for me to be heard, in order for Never Trump to be heard, and you need to understand this, in order for Never Trump to be heard, they have to be vocal, because otherwise we don't get heard at all, because we are a tiny minority. So we have to be more vocal than a Trump supporter is, because we are, we're literally, we're like 3 or 4%, you know, of the, of, of the GOP. We're a small, small minority. Right. Okay, eight five zero. You have a question for Chris? Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I actually I do. Um, I have several, but I wanted to start with. Uh, I think one of the things that we were supposed to discuss tonight is the wall, and um, as I understand it, Chris is against the wall. That's not accurate. That is not accurate. Okay, could you explain what no. your view of the wall is? My my view my view is I support border security, and I believe that a combination of the wall, boots on the ground, and technological measures are what we need in order to have a secure border. Uh, there are a lot of places 
on the border that that are impassable and have natural barriers like the Rio Grande, like the mountains in New Mexico and other places. And so there, you know, it's not practical to build to build a 1,900-mile wall. Um, and there are other places that are so desolate it just doesn't make any sense. So I'm for I'm for border security, and I actually think that the that the myopic the, the myopic focus on the wall is actually going to prevent us from having a secure border because we're not going to get a wall. You know, we're, okay. we're, we we might get we might get a hundred miles of wall, but it's between now and the time Trump leaves the White House, but we're not going to get anywhere near the amount of wall that we would need in order to have a secure border. Okay, but that is something that could be built on later. My point being, you're familiar with the differences between minimum, medium, and maximum security prison and the different things that people would have to do in order to get into those situations, correct? I mean, I, I, actually, worked, I actually worked in the prison system for five years, so I'm, I'm okay, extremely and I'm, familiar with corrections. Right, and I'm trained in corrections, and, and this is my view on the wall itself. I personally know an individual who is diabetic, who is an illegal immigrant from Mexico, who has crossed and recrossed that border 19 times in the 12 years I've known him that I've been told about. 19 times he has not been stopped once. He has been deported for criminal activity, and yet here he is still in America, still receiving benefits from our government, Yet, our Social Security is at a deficit. If I walked into a liquor store with a gun, that's my first offense. If I, if I walk in somewhere else with a gun, that's my second offense. Third time, that's right. What we're looking at here is that what we have as Border Patrol right now, what we have as a wall and natural borders, it's not stopping the influx of immigrants. It's not mm-hmm. stopping the influx of drugs. It is not doing the job it is supposed to be doing. So what do we do when the rehabilitative services that we're trying to offer or the preventative measures that we are trying to offer, what do we do when those aren't working? We increase it. We up it. And that, in my opinion, is what Donald Trump is trying to do. And if that takes 1,900 miles of wall, then 1,900 miles of wall it is. I understand well, the cost that, of that, not, but do you not, understand? That's, that's, that's not ever going to happen. I mean, the the thing is, is that we agree that we need border, we need secure borders. So you know, that's an important thing for us to acknowledge. We agree on that. Uh, the the problem is, is that the focus on the wall, from from my perspective and from most Never Trumpers' perspective, the 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 whole issue with that we have with the wall is, at this point, it's more about Donald Trump fulfilling a campaign promise and it's more about his ego than it is actually border security so from our perspective you know we want secure borders like you guys want secure borders right. but we we right. want an open conversation about how to get that done and all trump cares about is getting the wall because he campaigned on the wall and and the problem is is that he just completely shot himself in the foot with the things he's done in the last 24 hours we're not getting the wall and, well, and okay, so, um, that's that's look, frustrating. Yeah, yeah well, hold on. Uh, all right, um, eight five zero. I'll be right back to you. Uh, who was that? Three one four. Yes, three one four. This is Mike from Singapore. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, 
one thing, you say he campaigned on the wall. Well, that is one thing that the people was wanting, that protection. And it's not about ego unless the ego is that he keeps his promises. How many t- I don't know. I know for sure that people in the inner city get told promises all the damn time. And none of it is fulfilled because they're complaining about the things today that they've been complaining about for decades. Right. Well, yes. And another thing, you got people. See, I don't live on the Tex- on the Mexican border, but I know that I have read about towns like Hancock, Texas, and other instances where people are complaining. You got some areas where folks just walk across a stream across the border into the United States. A wall yep. is the I most need, I, I need to. I need, Hang on for I a second. Hang something. on for a second. Oh, the no. wall is one, one, be at, set one, back at, one at a time. And we'll, we'll get back to the wall this. will be set back on the United States soil. So when an individual comes up and touches the wall, they are already in violation of entering the United States. The way it is now, okay, you so, got these little fences. When people jump mm-hmm. over on the U.S. side, and they see Border Patrol coming. They jump back over on the U.S. Uh, Mexico side without oh, any man, consequence whatsoever. And when Border Patrol so I, is gone, then they come and do their thing. All right, let's 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 so make live, it very brief so everyone gets uh, gets a chance. Uh, and, yeah, and so yeah. Direct- that is what I have. Can I respond? Like he said, yeah, well, hell, oh, in the oh, city, on, let, you let, got people with. Bar- Bars on their windows and bars on their doors, and you got some that just okay, got so, a plain so burger. I need you to respond to that. Okay, so I live in a border state. I live in I live in Arizona. Okay, I understand. I understand how serious this issue is because I live in a state that has that has serious issues with immigration. When I worked in the prison system. You know, a r- roughly a third of the a third of the, the prison population are Mexican nationals. I get it. I understand the problem. The, the the issue is we need to find a solution, and we're not going to get the solution because we're not going to get a wall. And and one of the things that is really important to understand is that people that are on the border that own property, a lot of them do not want the wall on their property. Well, they do not want true. a wall that, 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 that no, it is true. It, 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 I didn't say everybody, Cisco. I said a lot. No, well, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. There are people on the border that do not want a wall running to their property. It creates issues. It creates issues with their, their cattle grazing. Some of them, they actually, the wall would actually put their property on the other side of the, of the, of the border. They actually yeah. they would end up in Mexico. And, and in order to in order to get their property, you have to use eminent domain. You have to actually seize their property. That's a that's right, a right. real problem. And and well, and, and if, if you read up on this issue, that's one of the biggest challenges. It, it, even if you could get this funded today, this would end up in court for years, and you'd have large sections where people were fighting to keep their property and keep the wall off. But wait a minute, wait a minute. let me interject yes, on I, that, Chris. Mike, can well, I let me say, interject. Say something? Let me. Yeah, no, you will. Uh, let me interject. First of all, he he has a con- he has the constitutional right to declare national emergency and 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 be able to execute and use funding from mili- from the military and treasury. He has that right. I don't. I, this whole thing that, that that's going to be taken to the Ninth Circuit Court, where it's all these radical left wing judges, 
because that's where the Democrats are going to take it. You know, he has that right as the president of the United States. Okay, uh, let, you, you can respond to that. Let so, me get to. Uh, so let me get to so Francisco, before we before we talk before we talk about the, I'd love to talk about the national emergency, but before we yeah. do that, can we talk about the omnibus bill for a minute? Yeah, but hold on. There, there's two, there's a couple of people, more, there's a couple of people uh, on the line that would like to ask a question. Uh, okay, first one one one. One 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 Mike. and then five one two. This is Mike. Yeah. yeah. This is Mike from Singapore. And, and yes. I want uh, uh, I'm American citizen like you. There's no problem. But but the question is we have we have this Donald J. Trump abusing its uh, own power and actually to make a, a, you know that 1.7 billion dollar is only right. for 15 miles of uh, borderline then okay. 5.7 billion please let me talk and then you, uh, please don't interrupt me sir and 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 and, and 5.7 is for 250 uh, miles of uh, you know uh, wall and 23 billion dollars really is needed to make everywhere a wall pretty much so uh, i mean this i mean 23 billion dollars you can spend it for the health care of your citizens you can spend it for uh, other things but he wants to bring the money from the for, for, from, from the military so we tried we tried we tried that we tried we tried that already with obamacare and it hasn't worked uh, five one two. Five, and you know another two, thing too. Another five, thing, uh, Mike. Five, one, you two, are three one four. Hold on. Five one two has been holding online. Five one two. Your turn. Is this a conference call? Okay, so, Can y'all hear me? Yes. So, yes. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So can okay. I respond? Okay, my name is. Yeah, my name is Torin Archbold. I don't. Yeah. Go okay. ahead, Torin. So, yeah. Basically, what I want to say is this. People should pay for their own health care. The government has no right in health care, no business in health care. So the $23 billion should not go to health care anyway. And as far as the wall not being built, the wall will get built. Um, I know there's a lot of people that don't want a wall uh, because it's got sort of like eternal wars, eternal conflict on the border. But the wall can and will be built. It will stop a lot of the influx of drugs, but more importantly, it will stop the influx of illegal aliens that cost us far more than $23 billion in what they cost in prison beds, what they cost in uh, entitlements, what they cost in our school systems, is billions and billions of dollars every single year. Very good. Chris, hey, so, is that, so, is is that, that, let that, me answer this guy. I mean, I mean, Canada has a health one, 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 um, I actually, I want a secure border, and I've said that before. I said it earlier on the show. Um, one of the things, one of the challenges that we have is uh, this omnibus bill that was signed this morning by the president. And this, this bill actually time, keeps... Yeah. It, one yeah, at a time. Keeps, one at a time. It, it actually keeps 
it actually prevents the president from being able to build the wall in, in geographic areas and leaves it up to certain municipalities whether or not they will allow the wall to be built. The second You're thing right. is it also it also provides it also provides de facto amnesty for anybody that has any association or relation with a child with a child immigrant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, You're absolutely right. so what so so what he did this morning basically completely completely undercut his national emergency that he declared right afterwards. Okay. So let me let me just say this to you, Chris, really quickly. The votes that came in both the House and the Senate were veto proof. The Congress made a decision here. Trump had no choice. Because if he That's had right. vetoed the bill, there were enough votes to pass it anyway. So well, that's a matter. That's a that that's a matter. That's a matter of opinion. My I, no, I believe that if no 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 let me let me finish. Let me let me finish. What I was going to say, if the if the president had told McConnell in the Senate that he refused to sign the bill, I don't think there's any way in the world that they would have put that on his desk to sign. Really? So well, so so basically, McConnell that said, Mr. Trump, don't worry about it. We'll go ahead and fund it. In the lame duck session, that Mitch McConnell, the same Mitch McConnell that pretty much lied his whole entire since Obamacare has come out, that Mitch McConnell. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Mitch McConnell, Torian. I'm not. I'm not a McConnell fan, but I would just. I would point out last uh, year, last last year, Trump was offered twenty five billion dollars for the wall, and he turned it down. And so, if I could uh, say I, something, he's the yeah, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to go back to I have to go back to a a, a five zero. Um, you want to you want to uh, respond? A five zero is going to um, speak right now. I'm at. Um, it, it's a little frustrating. Everyone talking Susan, over each other. Good to, good to one at a time, Susie. One at a time. One at a time. Um, I'll try to make it brief, but I think Torin said exactly what I, I wanted to say about the millions, the billions that we're cost in, in economic costs in housing the criminals that come over from Mexico in in our prisons. Uh, just the amount to house these individuals, the individuals that I know personally who are on probation, it's a cost that is far more year by year racking up than what one time building that wall would cost. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I don't think there's anybody on this call that, is a, that, that opposes border security and large portions of wall. I, I don't think there's anybody no, no. here except for the gentleman. No, there is. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it. Chris, there is. Uh, caller 111, you are opposed to the wall, aren't you? Because you just said that. Yes, sir. Sound- do, do you know why? Oh, because, oh wait because a minute. The uh, how can I say something, please? Yeah, you will. 314, you're next. Uh, other walls came down, and we are building a wall. Shame on us. That's right. Let no, me no, say no, no. something, please. Three, one, four. Go ahead. Let me address Mike. Mike, you are a Singapore citizen. 
you don't have no rights making comments I am, on what I'm goes American. on in the United States. I'm American play like you. So, so don't, don't, don't go even go there, my you friend. You are a Singapore citizen. Now, let me get to this, some other things here. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Let, let you may mention about people's property. In the Constitution, it allows intimate domain when the, when the acquiring of private property for public use is needed. There's no problem there at all. And another thing, the gentleman that said about the lame duck session is absolutely right. If we remember back with the creation of the 15th Amendment back during the time of Woodrow Wilson, that's exactly what Philandra North did in order to bring the 15th Amendment, the income tax law, into existence. He did it on the lame duck session. I guess the question is, whether or not you actually have to confiscate people's land to build to build the wall, or whether or not you can use other measures. Well, the question, Chris, Chris, I hear what you're saying, but it happens all the time. Even one local time, governments time, do it. Time. Local governments use a, intimate domain to I'm, acquire private uh, to acquire private property, compensate them on a fair market value for yes. a public project. I'm not, I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning the constitutionality. One at, one at a it's time. If, if yep. it's not for eminent domain, we have no national highway system. We have yep. no west side yeah, highway system. Right. Okay. All right, guys. So guys, uh, guys. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I got to. I got to. I got to stay on, on on the agenda here. So besides, you 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 were mentioning Chris about the wall. Since 2015, we've had we have countries like Austria, Bulgaria, Estonia, Hungary, Kenya, Saudi Arabia, um, Norway, Turkey, the UK, Pakistan, all building walls. Are they wrong? Turkey just finished one. Seventy walls have been built since 19 uh, since 2015 in 70 different countries. What's wrong with a wall? I didn't say that there was anything wrong with the wall. I, what I said was that I believe that we need to consider other things in conjunction with the wall because I don't think that I don't think $1,900 of wall, 1,900 miles of wall, is practical, and it's not going to happen. We're, it's just not going to happen. I mean, we're, on the pace that we're on now, we'll be lucky. We'll be lucky to get 100 miles of wall between now and the time that Trump leaves office. So, okay. you know, I'm not I'm not against I'm not against the wall. I, just, I think that we need to consider some other things. And just Some other security things, Chris? Some other security measures, absolutely. I agree with you on so, that because you're absolutely right. Uh, the wall is not yeah, practical in every instance. And then you will the need pro- security and maybe even some physical presence, too. But, but the problem is this. This is the problem. The problem is all security does is catch those that have come across the wall. No camera, no drone stops them. So they come across the wall. They go to they go to IRS. They get released into the country, and they're here. Right. Catch and release needs to be changed. You need mm-hmm. a wall to stop them from touching American soil, because once they touch American soil, we are bound by the immigration laws that we have right now 
that force us to take them in, that force these cities and municipalities to pay for their schooling, their housing, their food. This is the problem. A wall stops yeah, that. And, and, and Torin, this is something you and I have talked about. And the, the you know, catch and release is a policy that has become, has, it has the force of law because of how the courts have ruled on it. I really believe that that is, that's, that's a more important issue than the wall is. And if, right, and if we right. could actually, if, if we could actually get rid of catch and release, uh, we, oh, yeah. we have all types of, all kinds of options. That we could okay. we could use to so hold, you know, hold, hold, hold on, to secure we, the border. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. We have a one two a one to go, but we still need to vote. Tori, uh, let's uh, give a chance to a one two. You have a question for Chris in the pa- and, and the panel, the, the callers. Actually, I don't have a question. Um, I actually agree with a lot of what he's saying. I, I do not believe the wall is going to get built. I think it's just an agenda. You know, I've been listening to you guys for almost 37 minutes now. You have a little civil war going on right now. Just on the radio. <laughs> think about the picture. You guys nah. are caught up in the little shit that's going on right now. Excuse my language. But there's another agenda going on here, and I think uh, you're missing the, the forest for the tree in reverse. You know, they're trying to get a one-world government is put in order here. They followed come down fights with Hillary, so they brought Trump in because Trump plays plays the game. And I'm not saying he hasn't done some things that these, you know, hey, Trump uh, make him look good to certain citizens. You know, he's playing the game. He's getting people to like him. Um, but you're gonna you're gonna see some things coming up here that you're not gonna like very well. So what are we seeing Chris, so far yeah. that you don't like? I didn't say. I didn't say. I said there's a bigger agenda here going on than what you might realize. What I don't like okay. is the fact that um, Nancy Pelosi today stated that, geez, if your Republican president can pass this this uh, wall, then when we get a Democratic president in, we're coming after your guns. You got to follow uh, the rabbit trail past the end of your nose. And what's well, what going on in a bigger picture? Guns are guns uh, are a right. Can I reply to that, please? Guns, yeah, you will. Yeah, guns are not going to take uh, away. Guns are can, right. Can, can I respond? You will reply after five minutes. Can I say something or not? Yes, Chris, go ahead. Okay, so I agree. I agree with a lot of what a lot of what she had to say, um, especially the last part that she she pointed out about Pelosi saying. You know, if you're going to use, you know, emergency powers to do this, then in the future you're not going to be happy with how Democrats are going to use emergency powers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a very real problem that we have to keep in we have to keep in mind. Um, but speaking about the emergency powers act, one of the problems with what Trump did with this is that the the way that the the, the statute that he that he used to support this. And the way the law is written, you have to actually use a current statute in order to justify how you're going to, why you're going to spend this money in this particular area. The statute that was used in the executive order, it actually is for is to use military spending. And the problem is, is the only way that you can use military spending on the for that purpose is it has to be a military structure or fortification or a camp. 
And so this is going to get struck down by the Supreme Court for that very reason, and we're not going to get much out of this at all. We may not get I, any I, wall out of it. I, well, you I, know, I, I, if I can say I, something. I, you know what? Uh, let me get... say something. Uh, Trump three, one, four. is going Wait, wait, to... hold, hold it. 314 was next. 314. What I was going to say to the to the lady is that, uh, and also Pelosi is, is totally off base. Uh, the Democrats can't use emergency powers to circumvent the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. That's just in the Bill of Rights. Come on, that's just that just goes to show you the stupidity <laughs> that lies within this old lady. <laughs> really? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no that, doubt about that. Yeah, the Second Amendment. So you guys don't let me talk. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, one, one, one. I, I, I know that okay. you've been waiting. Go ahead. First of all, uh, Suzette, hi to Suzette and hi to the other lady that she called. You see, in in European countries, in other countries, they don't have a wall. They protect their land like uh, no one else is protecting. They use the Coast Guard. They use, uh, you know. Uh, similar to uh, immigration officers, okay. you know, throughout the line, and is the cheapest way. I mean, putting a wall, you look at it through the satellite. Is 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 America looks like what a FEMA camp? Okay, all right, go ahead. thank you. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Tori. Okay, all right. Look, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and change. Uh, we covered the topic of the wall. One of the things that uh, Chris and I have been been discussing for a while now is, is, is and I, I joke around with him about this obsession he has with Trump and Mueller, uh, and, and and we had a bit of a disagreement in regards to he thinks that Mueller is going to be able to impeach him, and I and I disagree that he's not. Uh, and according to the case of Harlow and Fitzgerald, 1982, someone who is a president will not be impeached will not be he's shielded he's shielded from ever getting prosecuted what do you think about that you mean you mean indicted you mean indicted yeah Uh yeah the 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 department of justice has a has a memorandum that a sitting president cannot be indicted that's that's true so he cannot be indicted while he's while he's in the in the in the white house right so, you know what? Hold it, three one four. So, what is Mueller's intention? Because there's no, there's, there's really not, there's nothing, there's no way that he's going to be able to remove Trump from, from the, uh, from the presidency. Well, that's not the, the, that's not what the special counsel is about. The special, the special counsel is going when Mueller is finished, he'll produce his report, he will give it right. to Bill Barr. And then Bill Barr will either put it in a safe and no one will ever see it again, or he will release right. it to Congress, and then it will be heavily redacted by Congress and released to the public, or portions of it will be. And then from that That's point, the, the House of Representatives is going to decide whether or not they're, they're, they want to impeach, which because, of, because the Democrats hold the House, they will probably choose to impeach him. And then it will go to the Senate to determine whether or not to convict and that's where this gets really interesting. It, to, be, to, be, to be honest with you, um, I really believe it's going to depend on what the president's poll numbers are when the, when the Senate gets the report. And it's going to depend on how damning the Mueller report is. 
if the Mueller report's really damning, you could have the Senate convict him. That's not likely, though. It's much more likely that they choose not to convict. And I would, I would also mention to you, Cisco, the, the, bigger, the, the bigger issue for the Trump presidency is actually the Southern District of New York. That's a much bigger problem than Mueller is. I, uh, can, can, I, can I respond? Can I respond? And impeachment don't yeah, mean ahead. removal, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so, so the intent is the intent is to get Donald Trump's poll numbers down. The intent is to erode his support. That's the intent of Mueller. It, it's not to. It's, it's not for collusion. It's not for obstruction. Because that doesn't exist. His purpose is to bring down the poll numbers of Donald Trump. To erode his support so that a Democrat has a chance to win the presidency in 2020. That mm-hmm. is his only purpose. That has been his purpose from the very beginning. I, that has been I would, I would, I would like to, I'd, I'd like to say that I, I kind of agree with, I kind of agree with Torin. Where I don't agree with Torin is that I believe that there are things that there is evidence. That the Trump campaign did indeed work with with Russian operatives. No, no, okay, no. The, the real, the real. Let, let me let, let, let me finish what I was going to say. The real, the okay, real issue is this. The the real issue is this. At at to this point, every single issue that's been uncovered, the president has plausible plausible deniability. And as long as the president has plausible deniability, he's going to be fine. The issue is so, if they ever connect Donald Trump directly to one to one of these one of these things that happened with one of his campaign operatives, then Donald okay. Trump's gonna have a real problem. Okay, the well, problem is you say things, you say things, and if you connect to these, what things? There are no things to connect. There is no collusion. Yeah. The, what they're doing with Donald Trump and his people around him is they're literally prosecuting anybody around him for any crime they committed at any time. Nothing during the campaign, nothing during the nothing during his presidency. This is a witch hunt to pretty much isolate all of Donald Trump's people from Donald Trump. Well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to respond to that and also to what Chris said. First of all, first of all, can you tell me of the individuals that have been prosecuted and have gone to jail, how many for how many weeks or how many months? Were they prosecuted for? I don't understand the question. The question How is were they the individuals, the individuals that have been prosecuted, okay, and they've been sentenced to how many weeks or years have they been sentenced to? You mean investigated? It depends on who you're. It depends on who you're talking like, about. Some some I'm of them have about, been. Uh, I'm talking about Paul Manafort. I'm talking about Paul Manafort. I'm talking about um, Mr. Um, uh, what's his name? Rich. They, the one, the most they got uh, sentenced Gates, to was Gates Manafort. Got sentenced to two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So, the, but Manafort. <laughs> Manafort that, was, that, was story. that was Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Okay. That, yeah. You, so these guys. And he, 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 was he a pardon him. Yeah. If he, if he, if, if this was a serious case. These individuals would be going for life, and and they're not. It's not well, Manafort, Manafort, Manafort's actually Manafort's going to spend a lot of time in prison. He's probably going to die in prison, Cisco. He was indicted. Yeah, Trump would pardon him, and he'd be out. He was indicted for tax evasion 
nothing to do with his working temporarily as a campaign manager for Donald Trump. If you read the indictment, that's what he was indicted for, Chris. Chris knows that. Chris knows that. I know. I know. So it's basically you're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself in thinking that there is evidence. What, 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 what's happening here, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of want. Everybody wants Donald Trump to be guilty. Everybody wants Donald Trump to be indicted, to be impeached, to be so kicked out of office. May I, well, you know, may I what, ask, uh, guilty of what? Guilty of what? Yeah. When, That's my question. When we say some hope, when we... Yeah, 314, you'll go, 314 will go next. 850, um, 850, when, go ahead. When... So as I understand it, the entire investigation has been over the Russian intelligence operation to help Trump get elected in 2016. That is what the public has been made known is the investigation that Mueller is doing. And as of February 14, 2019, at 12.11 p.m., in an article by Ken Delanian, this is what it specifically states. Mueller has filed charges against 34 people and secured convictions of some of Trump's key former advisors. But none of these charges have accused anyone in Trump world of conspiring with the Russian intelligence operation to help Trump get elected in 2016. Nor has Mueller made any allegation that the president is compromised by Russia, a suspicion that percolates in part because of Trump's favorable behavior towards Vladimir Putin. So, again, what, what are we – we're debating the Mueller investigations into something that we're being made to believe is it's not even what is being investigated. Absolutely. Can I say something? Can I respond yeah. to her? Uh, just go. All right. Yeah, go ahead. So here's here, here's here's where I'm at on the on the entire Mueller investigation. There in, until until we have the Mueller report, there's there's absolutely no way for us to 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 judge this investigation in any fair way. When we get the Mueller report, we will understand whether there is or isn't anything there. There are things that have come out as a result of the investigation that are troubling. Things that I really I I think are a real problem. But she's correct. There haven't been any convictions on those things. So mm-hmm. this is a this could be a political hit job. I understand that that's a possibility. But there, there, at the very minimum, one thing Trump supporters really need to do is be honest and admit that the Trump campaign did some really stupid, shady things. Because a lot like of what? the things that have come out as a result, like, like what, like man, like, like Manafort. What? Like Manafort working with this Ukrainian company. Can I can I finish? Go ahead. Like Manafort working, like Manafort working with an organization that was led by that was led by somebody from Russian intelligence to do micro to do micro targeting during the election. Like like the meeting that Don that Don Jr. had in Trump Tower with a Russian agent. I mean, like Roger Stone. Hold, hold on a second. Like Roger Stone working with WikiLeaks to release stolen DNC, DNC emails during the campaign. All of those things stink to high heaven. They're all ugly, okay. nasty, now, shady things. 
Well, what you just said does not mean that Trump was involved in that. Another thing, the lady was absolutely right. We are being distracted. The reason that the question should be is why are these people so wanting to kill, um, attack this man? Why are they want not, not want Trump to succeed? He's not even a politician. So that there should raise the eye. You know what? Being that Donald Trump was elected to pilot, elected to the presidency, A-A-1-2, you're next. we are now A-1-2, you're next. beginning to see all the swamp, even within the Republican Party, what they now call rhinos. What about <laughs> that group? Andrew they had the ball in their lap that they had right. talked about what they would do if the ball you're, you're, you're was in their lap, and they didn't do it. So we have to ask the question, what is going on with the politics of the United States? You can't talk about Russian interference and to be truthful with the United States interfering with everybody's elections around the world. Okay, let's, let's – Tori, Tori, uh, A12, you're next, and then, uh, Tori, you, you're after uh, A12. Okay. Thank you. Just to play off of what the gentleman before me just said, what if, I mean, just expand your mind here for a minute and take a deep breath, but what if Donald Trump was part of the swamp? What if he's, what if there really isn't a Republican and a Democrat party, and no offense to your party, um, to the to the guest speaker, um, you know, what if we're just all being played to move us in one direction, and, and like he said, we're being distracted from what's really going on behind the scenes. That's a good point. Dig into the uh, UN, dig into the mm-hmm. International Monetary Fund, and see what's going on globally that you're not paying attention to because you're so busy um, screaming about Donald Trump and screaming about the Russians and everything, the border wall here. I think bust people away from other countries here by the shitload, and you're worried about the, the ones coming across the border? Um, go to any airport and watch what comes in at midnight. Here in Indianapolis, where I live, um, I talked to um, one of, I'm not going to say which district, but they are under strict catch and release, not from immigrants. These are from legal citizens now that have been brought in from a foreign country, um, from Syria, because, oh my goodness, you know, we owe them a, a new life because we're over there helping them blow the place up, but if you actually talk to the ones that live there, they don't want to come over here. Yep. See what's okay. going on. Open your mind. Can I respond to that, Jessica? No, no, I, I, I'm next. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me respond to this. Chris, you'll be so right. The reason, okay. the reason that we care about people that are coming over the borders is because they're voting in our elections. 58,000 here in Texas. I can't imagine how many are voting in California. How many are voting in California? The reason we look at California almost like a foreign country is because I think that I think foreigners are voting in those elections. So the Syrian refugees that are coming over don't concern me as much as as, as people coming from across our southern border and voting in American elections. That's a problem. How many people are dead that are voting in our elections? The, the elections don't mean jack shit anymore. I'm sorry, but your vote doesn't mean anything in this country anymore. The election, that is totally untrue. Elections mean something. The, the, the Democrats have the House. That election okay. meant something. 
Donald Trump's let's, president. All right, let's, 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 let's rigged. They don't count. They're going to get passed, but they want to get passed, and that's it. So, 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 why are you on the conversation? If, if you believe that everything is rigged, well, and nothing matters, let's, why talk about it? Let's respect each other's opinion and, and move on. Um, uh, Chris, yeah. Chris, uh, respond. Okay, yeah. I'll, I just wanted to just, just say that um, she, may, she, she brings up a good point uh, about, about globalism, ab- about globalism in, in particular, right. uh, because Donald Trump did write an op-ed. Uh, supporting globalism before he became president, and a lot of Trump supporters think that he is—he is somehow the, the savior to break up globalism. I promise you right now that there is no way in hell that the globalists would let him become president of the United States if he wasn't going to be on board with their agenda. There, there's no really? way anybody can get. There's no. There's no way in hell anybody can get to be president of the United States unless they bow and kiss the ring. And so well, I just I, I, I think it's pretty I, I think it, I think it's pretty funny because I'm not really so a big I don't, I don't really so I don't really talk so about, about, about <laughs> I, I, I I'm not I a big just, I'm not a big so Chris, you're I'm not a big theorist. I was just about to say that <laughs> I'm a what well you know uh, you're a conspiracy theorist you believe the conspiracy is that some cabal in the world is, is picking the president of the United States. No, I don't believe that. I don't. That's you not what I believe. I just no, no, let me let me finish. I, let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. All, all I'm saying, all, all I'm saying is, whoever it is, whoever it is that becomes president, they're going to have okay. to make nice with certain people. They they, they just okay. have to. It's just the way that okay. it is. Let me make we, another we, point too. Well, hold on, hold on. Really? We have two minute. minutes. Give me one minute. We, 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 we have minute. two minutes to go. Hold, hold on, hold on, Tori. We have two minutes to go, and, and I got to cover this really quick with, with, with Chris. This whole thing about this collusion and um, the, the FBI and, and Mueller and Comey, McCabe, and Rosenstein, who basically leaked out memos to the New York Times of confidential uh, conversations that uh, Comey had with uh, the FBI. Wouldn't you call that collusion between the intelligence agencies and people within the, the, the government to try and, and, and create a coup? Real quick, because we got ninety seconds. Yeah, I would call that. I would call that uh, whistleblowing. I'd call it leaking. Uh, I wouldn't call it collusion. I wouldn't call it collusion. I, and I, I'd, also, I'd also, I'd also, I'd also point out to you, Cisco, Cisco. Yeah. Cisco, uh-huh. I'd also point out to you that you know a lot of people that want that want to discount the the investigation will point to the FISA warrant. That's that's like the entire basis of, of everything that they want to they want to talk about. And uh, I would just point out to you that that both that both Trey Gowdy and and yeah. Marco Rubio have both said there was going to be an investigation no matter what. Okay, so uh, you know there 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 was there was enough there was enough going on in the Trump campaign to at least investigate whether or not there's wrongdoing. We're not going to know yeah. to the more to the Mueller report comes out. We're just not. Fantastic. We had a uh, we only have thirty seconds. Great. Thank you, Chris, for coming on on the, on on my show today, and we really enjoyed having you. I think we need about two hours, three hours to just basically cover everything. Uh, panel callers. 
fantastic questions, comments, and hopefully you'll see us next week. We have a special guest, and it'll be enjoyable. All right, God bless America, and everyone have a great weekend, and go ahead and support. Make America great again. You got it. Good night. (laughs) Good night, night. God bless everybody. All right.
the difference is where can I end up in your body and you can my body and you have
Thank mm-hmm. you. 